0: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host, here, Joe Redman. Just letting you know that the Talksport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, be gambleaware.org.
1: NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, no matter where you live, because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off.
0: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refunds. Subscription auto renews. Hello, everybody. and Welcome back to the TurfCast podcast YouTube channel with me, Joe Redman, ahead of this week's game against West Ham United at the London Stadium. But obviously, a lot of the main talk is going to be about Sean Dice leaving. We've discussed it already and I did a live pretty much as soon as it happened. You can go and watch it. It's on the YouTube channel and there will be a podcast out soon it's just that live but in podcast forms if you want to listen to it on your drive to work or whatever on Tuesday feel free to do that instead um so we won't be discussing that too much in this show it obviously is going to come up as as it probably will do um but it is mainly going to be about the game against West Ham um who are flying let's 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 be honest they're flying gone off a little bit the boil recently in the league um uh, but a massive win in the week against Leon in the Europa League sets up uh, um, a semi-final tie against Frankfurt I think it is which is a shame I'd like to have seen the West Ham boys taking over the new camp uh but we'll have to take over Frankfurt instead it's cheaper beer in Germany anyway also uh, I'm told I've not been for a while since pre-lockdown um but I'm delighted to announce that we are of course going to be chatting to a West Ham fan and he's here already waiting for us and that is Gio from Hammers chat how you doing mate i'm
1: good probably better than yourself but i'm good thank you for having me
0: yes i think i think everybody's better than any burnley fan um at the minute right now uh, although i've seen i've just seen some comments saying i'm happy he's gone it was the right time i just think people are being controversial for the sake of it i, I understand it in a way because of the, the 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 results haven't been good enough that is i guess the be all and end all when it comes to football isn't it isn't it but i don't know i just felt that um as we've discussed on your channel I just felt that the timing's all wrong and things like that but um yeah we'll, we'll chat about West Ham to to stop me from jumping out the window if I'm being honest um talked you about your season so far then obviously um I remember a few seasons ago I went to London Stadium and tanked you three 0 I think we were miles of ab- that were the season we actually finished seventh actually we we're miles above you you know that 30 points above you at the time you boys all around on the pitch there was season tickets being thrown at you know Brady and Co now I'm looking at you, boys, with like envious eyes. Europa League semi-finals, battling for the top four at one point, probably more likely battling for six now. Uh, but you've got to be happy with that, haven't you?
1: Oh, I'm delighted. Uh, four years ago, that game was, pretty much to the day. Um, four years ago, we had that sort of pitch invasions. Two years ago to the day, Moyes just came back in. We're in a relegation battle. And last night, we beat Leon in the quarterfinal Europa League to qualify for the semi-final, which is just incredible. And there's... Almost two elements to our season, and they're both still going. So, we've got the European journey. We've also got the Premier League, which is the bread and butter, sitting six in the league at the moment. Had a disappointing result last week against Brentford, of course, but we can still qualify for European football again through the league. Hopefully, we can do it in the Europa, Europa League and get Champions yeah. League football, which would just be insane. But yeah. we need a safety net. We need to make sure that, should Frankfurt put us out, We've still got something to play for and we get European football again in whatever form it is next season. We've had a taste for it. You've had a taste for it as well. And we've really liked it and we've enjoyed it. And we've shown we are good enough to compete in that competition as well. So, yeah, and buzzing. I couldn't believe how good last season was. And this season's even better
0: yeah yeah mental isn't it how, how, how well you've turned it around what what, do you, what what's happened why have you turned it around so well like because David Moyes in his first spell at the club didn't do that well a lot of fans wanted him out um but then he's come back in and it seems to me that like that was the catalyst that da- uh, on the brain um Moyes coming back in um but it's, it, there must be more to it than just Moyes
1: Um, I think it's a a combination of things, but I think all things lead back to David Royce. So I think he's installed a really good backroom staff there. He's obviously got, um, he had Alan Irvine who went in the summer, but he's still, while he's gone back up north to Scotland, he's still retained a consultancy role with, us, which could be important, is it's hard to sort of establish how important that is without really knowing. We've also got yeah. Kevin Nolan there, Stuart Pierce there, both of these who have had stints as managers, you know, so decent experience. Kevin Nolan's still quite young in terms of coaches. We've also got Nevin in there, who's part of Guy's Southgate's England um, backroom staff. So he's got real experience. He's starting to sort of bring his players in, and the players are still at the club that he never signed. He's molded them into his players. Um, I am happy to admit that I was very wrong with Dave Moyes. I didn't want him back when he returned. I thought, oh, no. And even when he did return, it took a little while for results to get going. And I was convinced two years ago we were going to get relegated. And obviously, COVID then came in. And I think we yeah. needed it. I think what that did was it allowed the club to almost go back to basics. I think it really helped Moyes thrive, actually. It was almost like... They went back to old school training to some extent because you weren't allowed to have your massages or anything like that. Everything was done on a real basic level at training ground when they went back for that mini tournament. I think it probably suited Moyes and his coaching methods, actually. And from then on, we've just not looked back. So while we've done quite well in the transfer market, the coaching team's good, the players are fitter than we've ever seen, attitudes bang on, lots of different things. It's almost like a spider web, but at the very middle of that spider web. <clears throat> it's David Moyes I've never been so glad to be so wrong Joe
0: yeah it's, it's unusual isn't it because the first time around he didn't do that well he was terrible at Man United even worse at Sunderland didn't do well in Spain did very well with Everton but I thought when he went back to you I thought this was his last chance saloon he'll probably mess this up and then he'll leave football management and we won't hear from him again but he's probably turned it around and now his stock's probably just as high as it ever was like what, how do you think he's turned his career around as well it's, it's unusual isn't it
1: yeah um he's done a few sort of media work he's done a bit of media work away from west ham which is always good because when he speaks through west Ham, whether it's a press conference or in the club's official channels there's only so much you can say he probably says more it just gets edited out because it's like oh no we don't need the fans to hear that yeah so just the last week he was on the high performance podcast with jake humphries and damien hughes yeah and it's that podcast as you know it's it's all about like mindset it's like how have you achieved it's not what have you achieved in football it's how have you done it what do you what's your thought thought process and hearing him speak on that was very interesting about how you know he took time out to go away and almost relearn as a coach he started working with uefa and stuff and coming up trying to keep up to date with all the latest techniques going on in training and the tactics and stuff and almost reinvent himself as a manager to some extent and i think sometimes those negative experiences if you like can be a good thing as long as you learn from them and i think he's shown at yeah. west ham he has learned from those experiences and um, when he went to spain he would have embraced a whole new culture over there they would have done things differently he might have imp- implemented maybe just one idea he might have just taken one idea from real society down to west ham now but it's working whatever it is is working
0: yeah it's interesting isn't it. Can remember when Pep Guardiola left Bayern Munich. Not not that he failed at Bayern Munich to levels that Moyes failed at you know Sunderland and stuff. Um but he went and I think he did a sabbatical after that spent a year in New York just just learning new things. And uh, so it's interesting that that managers do that. Maybe that's daisha's next thing. Maybe he's going to have a sabbatical in Nottingham uh, for a year and do do something down there. Maybe probably spend a year at Hooters in Nottingham. He likes that place. Um other restaurants and bars are available of course. But um let's talk about you mentioned it earlier you have dropped off a little bit in the Premier League recently obviously lost last time out against Brentford thanks for that um but uh what what do you think that is all about do you think you're just concentrating mainly on the Europa League because that's where the the players minds are naturally going to drift to that they have got a chance to make like finishing sixth with West Ham they did it last season so that's not going to make history winning the Europa League that will be talked about for generations so you just think that they're naturally just being drifted more
1: towards that um, to some extent, um with the this is with the benefit of hindsight, of course, because of the wind last night. But on Sunday, when we got beat by ranford I've not seen us play like that all season. That attitude, when we lose games, we still work hard, we still run ourselves into the ground, we're still organized. We perhaps just weren't good enough on the day. Too many players have an off day, but it felt like almost everybody had an off day that we weren't running ourselves. And it was very unlike, it was the worst performance of the season. Now, with the benefit of hindsight because of last night's win against Leon, I almost wonder if Moy's. Instructed his players to some extent, but almost felt like maybe West Ham playing at seventy percent would have had a good enough chance of beating Brentford and yeah. not compromised ourselves too much ahead of the Europa League. Because what we did going into that game, uh, Man United had already got beat by Everton, um, Newcastle were beaten by Newcastle, and Arsenal lost. Which doesn't really impact us too much. Everyone around us got beat, bar Tottenham. So i wondering, boys, went in thinking we can lose today and not lose any ground whatsoever in the league nothing changes yeah. so i wonder if he maybe just held the players back a little bit so don't risk injuries don't risk burnout or anything like that Uh now, if you ask me monday tuesday wednesday was it worth it i would say no if you asked me today i'm gonna say yes it was worth it i don't know if that's the case but last sunday was a very unlike Moyes west ham that i've seen all season so i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for that one
0: yeah i think you've got to be honest though aren't you i think i think the, the minds of everyone at the club is going to, even yourself is has got to be drifting towards europa League. like would you rather finish yeah. fourth now or would you rather win the europa League? you're obviously going to, want ah, to win, win europe europa. yeah so, yeah exactly yeah. so it, it's it's one of them i can understand if if you drop off a little bit now again i'm not sure the squad's there either to do both no. and, and give it 100 in both as well um So we'll see how you get on. Hopefully, you're tired on Sunday for our sake. I think we're going to need a West Ham at 5% at the minute, mate, to be honest with you, um, with the way that we're going at the minute. But I know we've spoken about the Dyche thing on your podcast as well, and I said we weren't going to go into it too much, but I will just get your thoughts on Burnley sacking Sean Dyche. Of course, we're recording this on Friday. It was announced this morning, but what were your reaction to it?
1: I'm very surprised, shocked, actually, um, that he's gone. I, I sort of get it. I sort of get it. I can see why the owners are perhaps throwing a curveball here because I think obviously you're looking at your recent results and performances, and I guess the ultimate question is: Do we have faith that Sean Dyche can keep us up? I think the answer is probably no. Uh, you're you were a no as well. and You're like you know a Burnley fan. You're, you're you're the most optimistic person going as a fan. You just have to be. Even you were resigned to relegation. And I think it's one last hurrah to try and stay in the Premier League. I think. I don't think there's anything going on behind closed doors, given that the assistant manager, your first team coach, and your goalkeeping coach have all been sacked as well. So for for them all to go would suggest it's not something Sean Dyche has done individually behind closed doors. Um, So I'm surprised. Kind of get it, but at the same time, I think Sean deserved better. I think in football, there's a lack of loyalty. I think the clubs are the first people to complain about lack of loyalty if a player wishes to leave or something. Oh, where's Loy? Well. I think you can, within your right, to you turn around and say, hang on, the, the guy's been there for nine and a half years. To some extent, could would he not be better off just letting you just get relegated with him, letting him have one season in Championship to come back up again? And if it wasn't going to work out, give him a farewell, let him say goodbye to the fans and let the fans say goodbye because he didn't deserve it to end like this. And the fans apparently didn't deserve for it to end like this either. Um, I think that's, what, that's the saddest part, really, because at least you know we've got Mark Noble departing this summer at West Ham but we all know he's departing at least yeah. we're going to have that opportunity to say thank you very much for your memories Mark good luck with the best with the future and not every manager deserves that send off but when you've been there for nine and a half years I think you deserve it
0: yeah of course and not even just with the longevity just what he's achieved in the nine and a half yeah. years as well like 100 it, it doesn't seem right that we will not see him again at, at Turf Moor as the Burnley manager it, it's just weird no. it doesn't seem right um for me off the top of my head off top of my head uh, just thinking out loud um it, it's just I can't get my head around the way it's happened if I'm being perfectly honest with you but like I said we, we've talked about all that let's get back into this game um any injuries and suspensions ahead of the weekend
1: no we're feeling quite good actually um I guess fatigue is the big question how tired yeah. are we after the Leon game when we played Tottenham a Sevilla game the second leg that did go to extra time however but we were dead on our feet against Spurs uh couldn't compete at all and it was one of them we shrugged it off and said it's all right Europe League I would like to see one or two changes from Moyes obviously and Chris will come back into the team he was suspended for Thursday night so he'll be fresh and so he should come back into it there might be one or two changes that Moyes makes to fresh it up but there won't be wholesale changes even if he wanted to we just don't have the squad to do it so I expect yeah, to see true. at least eight of the starting eleven from Thursday start again uh, we'll change our keeper. Fabianski will be back in goal, but no no fresh injuries. Obviously, Kurt Zuma's out, but apart from that, we're, we're fine.
0: Yeah, fair enough. So, we expected to see like a similar lineup to the one against Leon, then? Who who, who are we expected to
1: see? Yeah, I think Fabianski will come back into goal, so that'll be one change. Chris um, will come into left back. So, it depends what he does at right back. I'm not too sure. Sufal's so just back from injuries, played the last two games, but he was out for a little while. Ben Johnson's been in great form, though. He played back-back and still. I think he'll start Johnson there. Then Dawson and Diop will be the centre-backs. I don't expect he'll do any other changes. So that'll be Rice in sort of midfield along with Suchek, Lanzini. And then you have Fronals on the left, Jai Boone on the right, and <clears throat> Mikael Antonio up front on his own. See, it's like we, we talk about lack of depth at West Ham, but that squad is it's, its a very, very good
0: squad, isn't it? Especially midfield, too. Declan Rice. Uh, did, did, actually, that's the point. Declan Rice, let me talk about him. Do you
1: think he's going to be there next season? It must be a big worry for you, boys. Depends how we do in the Europa League. If we win the Europa mm-hmm. League, he's here next season. I think he wants to go on and win things. He will not. He will not be at West Ham. In say three years' time, he will not be at West Ham. His contract's running down now. He's actually still got three years to go, but we've offered him new deals, and he just won't sign one. Um, so I think yeah. it feels like it's not a money thing. It's not a lack of loyalty thing. It's just that I want don't want to commit myself to West Ham. And, when i don't want to be here so he's on a relatively currently he's on a relatively low wage for a penny league player given that he, what, what i think he's on about 50 60 000 a week or something it's not that much i think the yeah. club have offered him double his wages and he won't sign the contract so we've still got him for another three years at least so that's why his market value is retained quite well and there's a debate among fans do we just keep him for three years do we let him walk yeah. out for free but we, we've done that a, we're
0: talking now we're, yeah. we're in a position where, we're like, ah, oh, we should have let him go two years ago
1: yeah but with the greatest respect Harky wasn't world-class was he mm. you know we, we've we got a world-class player here in deck so do we just enjoy a world-class player it cost us nothing and he leaves for nothing um but if we get if we win the Europa league i think he stays because he's 23 years old he can afford another season and still get a big money move yeah, of course. To a big club and go on and win the Premier League. and He will win the Premier League. He will win the Champions League. It won't be, be- won't be at West Ham. But I'm hoping he might win the Europa League, and that will buy him for another year. And also gives West Ham one summer to do something to-, to match Declan Rice's ambitions. Can we do it? No, I don't think we can. But if we win the Europa League, we will qualify for the Champions League. I mean, this is incredible. Imagine that, going yeah. into the transfer market in the summer. Being able to offer champions league football to players maybe like tarkowski who's on a Bosman, we can see hey, you come to west ham on a free and you come we've now got four really good first team center backs and we've not spent a penny yet um so we'll wait and see so um if we if we win it i think he'll stay but he may go i'm resigned to losing him and i'll do you know something i wish him the best of luck wherever he goes and i hope he goes yeah. on and wins stuff and i'll be proud um i'm a west ham fan first and foremost but i'm also a bit of a Declan rice fan so wherever he goes, yeah, good
0: luck to fair him. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I understand. I, I I agree with you. I do think he's world class. Um, I Think if he does go, I think you will lose him again. Not necessarily this summer, but if he does go, you could do worse than uh, Phillips at Leeds. I don't think he's quite as good. Um, but I think they, they work well together at England. So I think that they, they know each other well. So he'll know the job quite well. Um, so I think you could do well at getting that. And weakening Leeds would also be fun as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that 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 could be a good route to go down. Um, thoughts on the game? Then how are you expecting
1: it to pan out? I think it'll be tough. It's difficult because now we don't know what Burnley's going to do. Um, we don't know what you... But we knew you were going to be playing 4-4-2. The one thing is sacking dice on Friday morning, do you, do you really have enough time to change it now? I don't think so. I think whatever you've been working on in training during the week, you sort of got to stick with a little bit. You might make one or two personnel changes, but I don't think you'll change your tactics too much. I think that would be too risky. Um, I think we'll win comfortably, and when I say comfortably, I don't mean thrash you. I don't think we'll score more than two, but I expect a clean sheet for West Ham. You're sh- the only reason I think you boys are going down is because of lack of goals. You just can't score to save yeah. to save your life. I I always say clean sheets when you titles with goals keep you in the Premier League. When you're down the bottom, you will concede goals. Just make yeah. sure you score enough to stay up, and I think that's your problem really, and it's not worked out. You know, you lost Chris Wood records come in looked like a good sign in it's just not quite worked it was a bit of a gamble but i thought it was quite a. a clever, yeah the, the, the thing gamble. is now
0: very interesting because i i've said several times dice didn't know how to get the best out of Veghorst. dice was still yeah. playing as though Veghorst was chris wood like lumping it to yeah. his head yes veg horse is taller than wood and six foot six but he's nowhere near as good in the air veg horse wants it at his feet that's what he's yeah. played all his career so it'd be interesting Veghorse might now suddenly become an amazing player but we'll see um so yeah. you're going 2-0 west ham 2 0 west ham yeah i think i agree with you on that one i think i've just said 2-0 west Ham on your show didn't i, I caught him exactly you did. I, it was definitely a burly defeat yeah 2-0 uh, west ham i think the middle the, the middle of the, the middle of the pitch the central midfield in my opinion is your strongest area by far our weakest area by far is uh the middle of the pitch so i think i think you will overrule us there having said that i don't know how we kept you out of the turf it was i say kept you out i think the draw was a fair result in the end but um it was just a bit of a stale game weren't it uh nil nil typical Burnley game uh, and even though it was nil nil you could just see you could see that rice was levels above on that pitch i remember loads of Burnley fans tweeting afterwards saying he's world class i'm looking forward to seeing him play for england and things like that um so yeah two nils so we'll wrap it up here then mate just before we do go do you want to give everyone a reminder of where they can find you
1: Yes, I'm the Scottish one from Hammers Chat. We've got a little one on Hammers Chat and a Haley one on Hammers Chat as well. But if you fancy joining us or checking out the, the preview I've done with Joe, where I get all his thoughts on Burnley, um, you can do. Uh, head over to Hammers Chat on YouTube and subscribe. it would be a pleasure to have you part of our community.
0: Yeah, definitely. Go and check them out. The link will be in the comments below, if I remember. I always say that and I sometimes forget. But if not, he's just told
1: you everywhere where to get it. So thanks thing, for coming on. Go on the one thing I can promise you next season at Joe can't, is Premier League football. <laughs> there is that, there is that.
0: Um, so yeah, definitely definitely go and check them out if you want some West Ham football. Because I remember when I were younger, I was supporting Burnley in Division Four when I first started, or I yeah, was four when they got promoted out of that. But uh, even went in Division Two days, like you were one of them, I always chose a Premier League team, and I used to yeah. choose West Ham just because they were Claret and Blue like us. So if you want a we'll Premier League it. team next season, because <laughs> we aren't going to be in the Premier League, then feel free to check them out. But thanks for joining me, mate. And I'll, I'll normally say i'll see you next time but it might be in a few years mate i'm
1: <laughs> catching a bit see you
0: mate thank you